0: Welcome back to the Hooger Girls podcast, or welcome if you're new. Um, I'm popping on today to talk to you guys a little bit about self-validation, life changes and changes in general, and finding your passion. Um, As you probably have noticed, Lily is not here with me um, yet again, so I think that she's going to be taking a little bit of a hiatus. Um, She's a junior in high school, and the schoolwork is just getting to be a little bit overwhelming for her, so to add a podcast on top of that was just a lot of time and effort and energy that she didn't want to put into it if she wasn't going to be able to do it 100%, which I totally respect and totally get. Um, So for right now, it's just going to be, I guess, one Huga girl. (laughs) Um, But she is going to be on the show every now and then when she has the opportunity to or when she's not as stressed, I'm sure over winter break we'll be recording together And what that means for the show is that um, a lot of the episodes will be solo episodes, but not in the sense that today is I'll have special guests on, um, I'll have people from other podcasts, I'll have people um, of various jobs and stuff talking to you guys, so it won't just be me rambling all the time. But for today, like I said, I'm going to talk to you guys about self-validation, changes, and finding your passion. Um, So this is all just stuff that I wanted to discuss with you. It's stuff that I did research on. It's stuff that I have personal experience with. Um, and yeah, so it's it's just gonna be me today. So we're gonna start um, just like we always do with our introduction with our um, highs and lows of the week, and what we're most excited for for the upcoming week. Um and just as a reminder, we are uploading every other Monday as of right now, not every Monday, just because every Monday seemed to be a lot. Um, so if you guys want to do more informal podcasts or whatever, um, let us know on the podcast Instagram at Hooga Girls Podcast, and we'll kind of try to tailor our recording and uploading time to you guys. So we want to hear from you. So follow us on that at Hooga Girls Podcast on Instagram. And also, we're going to be doing a QA episode in the next couple of weeks. Um, So if you guys want to upload your questions to our Instagram story when we have a little text box for you, that would be very great and helpful. And then um, you could be featured in the show. So yeah, let's jump into it. Highs and lows. Um, So, my high of this week is this is the first week all year that I haven't had an exam or project in school, which is literally insane because I'm on a quarter system. I get the University of Denver for you guys who don't know. um, And we have a very fast paced schedule. So, week one, I had an exam. Week three, I had a midterm. It's just a lot. And the way my classes lined up, I stacked my classes on Tuesday, Thursday. Um, so, I pretty much always have exams on the same day as other exams, which really sucks. But it, I work better in a time block schedule like that, where I can just know, okay, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, I'm grinding it out. And Friday, I'm done. And then Monday, I only have a lab. So, that's what I like. But it can be a pain in the butt and it can feel um, very feel very taxing at times and take a lot out of me so this was the first week and it was week five this week so in the past four weeks I've had some major exam or project due so this week was a little bit of a breather week and um, my low for this week was just that I don't know this can be a low and a high but we got snow yesterday and I'm currently recording on a Friday it's October 11th And on Thursday, we got snow, and we got three inches, and Wednesday, the day before, it was 80 degrees. So Colorado's weather is just so incredibly, like, it changes so rapidly and so fast. And while it's a great thing, and I love snow, I'm from South Carolina, so anytime it snows, my friends make fun of me. They're like, Maddie, shut up. We get it. Like, you love the snow. But I had an 8 a.m. on Thursday and that really really sucked because i was walking to my 8 a.m as it's like 15 degrees outside and snowing so that was probably my low if i had to choose one and then what i'm most excited for about the upcoming week is um this next weekend i'm actually going home so it's my family's parents or my school's parents weekend and my family couldn't come out because my younger brother plays hockey and he has a hockey tournament that weekend and so my mom was just going to come out and i was like you know what i'll just come home and I'll see everybody, plus Plus, like one plane ticket is a lot less expensive than three. So I get to go home on Thursday. I'm flying home Thursday night and coming back on Sunday, and I get to see my puppy. I get to sleep in my own bed and hang out with my family, of course. So I'm just super, super excited for that. So yeah, those are my highlights and kind of my lows and what I'm most excited for for the upcoming week. Um, So now we're just kind of going to jump right in. I know it's a little quick paced and right off the bat, but this week's episode, like I've said a couple of times, is really going to hone in on self-validation, change, and passion, and I feel like as a college student and even a high school student, this is something that is drilled into you that like you have to have a passion, and I've talked about it in my podcast before, Um, so we're just kind of going to discuss like finding your passion and all of that, but I think that finding your passion starts with self-validation. So, what I mean by this is you need to look inwards. And I get that that's way easier said than done, but it's so important. You need to look inside of you and figure out what validates you. What do you want to see when you look in the mirror? What do you want to feel? You need to do things for you and do them for no one but you. And I know that this is a very new idea. uh, Wow, I really can't speak. I know that this is a new ideology, but... It's something that's so important, and some people view it as selfish. Some people, especially from other cultures and countries, could be like, dude, like, why are you only doing this for you? Like, you need to have a more collectivist mindset. But it is so important that you cannot make other people happy until you are happy on your inside. And I know that it's hard. It's really hard, and no one has their shit together. Guys, I promise you, no one has... Anything together. And even the people who have a confident aura struggle. And even the people who say that they don't care about other people's opinions, they do. Like, everyone cares. Like, I don't know. I was around someone the other day, and someone made a rude comment to them. And they were like, you know what? Like, it doesn't even bother me. And I'm like, no, but it does because you made that comment that it doesn't even bother you. If it really didn't bother you, you wouldn't feel the need to make that comment. You know, like, people put out into the world, into onto social media, what they want others to view them as. And that is something that we all do, all of us, every single one of us, every single person on this planet does that. And it's something that we can't control because it's just, it's who we are. It's in our nature. But I think that it's very important to look inwards and not think, what do I want people to see me as? instead think, what do I want to view myself as? Like, what is important to me? What is the kind of person that I want to be? And I read this quote, um, and as cheesy as it may be, I think I'm going to share it um, just because I think that, I don't know, it's a really important quote to share. And it says, Everything changes when you begin to love yourself. You no longer send out energy of desperation or need to be filled from the outside. You become a powerful source within yourself that attracts better. The more you love who you are, the less you seek validation and approval. So with that, I think that there are a couple of different parts of that quote that I can really relate to. The first one being, um, the more you love who you are, the less you seek validation and approval. And I think that's so true. I think that sometimes you look to other people in your life, to other sources in your life to tell you what to do. You can't do that. You, you just can't. Like, I remember um, when I was making a big college decision, I was like, I don't know where I want to go to school. And I just started thinking about it. And I was like, well, I know that my family wants me to go to Colorado because, like, they love Colorado and they want an excuse to visit. But then my guidance counselor is really pressing for a school in the Northeast because she thinks that I do really great there. And then my best friend wants me to go to school, like, in-state so we can be kind of closer. And my boyfriend wants me to go to school in-state so we can be closer. Like, I just felt all of this pressure and it's normal. It's going to happen with any decision that you make in life, big or small. You're going to have other people's opinions as part of the decision. And I think at the end of the day, it comes down to what you want to do and what you feel in your heart. And I believe me, I know better than anyone. um, When people tell you what to do, you want to do the opposite And that's just how it is. If someone's like, hey, go do this. You're like, ah, you know what? I don't want to do that. And subconsciously, you're like, I don't want to do that because I want to prove them wrong. Maybe what they're saying has validity. And if it doesn't, it doesn't. But instead of listening to what they're saying as, oh, like, maybe I should do that or maybe I shouldn't do that, disregard it. Think about what you want to do. At your core, what is best for you? So... Going off of that, I think that, um, like I said in the last podcast, love is a very tricky word. Love is something that changes. Um, Love is something that is different for everybody who feels it. Love is not something specifically for one person or one thing or one activity. Love is a very broad canopy. And I think that this, like, saying you have to love someone, you have to love yourself before you can fully love someone else is so true. And it's usually meant in terms of relationships. I think it's true in all aspects of life. Like, yes, sure. In a relationship, like you can't love someone before you love yourself. But I think that that's true for any aspect of your life. Like you can't manta- maintain, positive friendships and good relationships with your family, your neighbors, your like, classmates, literally anyone, if you don't love yourself, because everything that you're going to be doing is going to be self-deprecating. And what I mean by that is that if you don't fully love yourself, you're going to think about anything and everything when you're around other people. You're going to think, oh my gosh, do they look at me a certain way? Oh my gosh, like, are they judging me? Like, did I say this wrong? Like, why why did I say that? And it, it becomes a thought spiral. It becomes something that you can't escape. And in order to successfully live the life that you want to live, you need to love yourself. And that comes in all different ways. Like some people struggle with it way more than others. And yeah, there's going to be days that you're going to wake up in the morning and you're going to feel really gross about yourself, whether it be internally or externally, you're going to be like, oh, this is not my day. Like I, I don't love myself right now. And that's okay. You just can't stay in that mindset. It becomes a problem when you stay in the mindset of, oh, but I could have done that better or, oh my gosh, I should have done this or why is that person mad at me? Like I should have done this instead. Like you have to do what is best for you always. End of story. You need to be self-dependable. You need to be intrinsically motivated and you need to be whole as an individual. You should be able to say, if everyone else walked out of my life tomorrow, I would be okay. And yeah, that's sad. Like obviously, and I hope and pray that obviously like that would not happen to anyone, but you need to be at a point in your life where if everyone in your life just wasn't there anymore, would you be happy with yourself? Because that's ultimately what it comes down to. And I think that this is something that a lot of people struggle with, especially who are our age, is that they struggle with grief because grief usually means death to most people. Most people think that they grieve when they lose someone. I think that grief can be different for everybody, and I think that you can still grieve people who are still alive. And what I mean by this is that you break up with someone, you love them, you're grieving them when they're gone. You have a really, really great best friend and all of a sudden he or she isn't there anymore. You're going to grieve their absence. You're going to grieve not having them around and you're going to grieve them. Like they don't have to physically be gone for you to grieve. And that's, the fact of the matter is, is that people walk out of your life all the time. It could be, without your knowledge, it could be without you recognizing it. For example, like you could see someone in a class first semester of college and never see them again. And you would never think about it because you just never see them again. But a, little, um, a couple of them are a little bit more intentional than that and a little bit more evident, such as a best friend, a family member, um, a boyfriend, a girlfriend, just like someone who's in your life constantly. You need to be at a point where if they were to walk out of your life, you would be okay. And what I mean by this is not that you wouldn't be sad because everyone's going to be sad. Everyone gets sad. And obviously like you're going to be sad and you're not going to feel whole for a little bit, but you need to be at a point where you're like, okay, they did not define who I am. I define who I am. I and me only define who I am. And it's, I think that that is such an important message that so many people overlook Because you really should not have your value based on material things. You should not have your value based on other people. You should value yourself and yourself only. So this leads me to my next point of change. So obviously life changes. We've all heard the Thomas Rhett song on his new album, Amazing, by the way. Life changes. It changes all the time. It changes every day. It's constantly changing. There is never a moment in your life um, where it is not going to change. Every second you're older. Every day you're older. Every day you encounter new things. You experience new things. There are new thoughts that pop into your head. Everything is constantly changing. So I have a couple of quotes. And the first one is, if something isn't benefiting you, it's harming you. And this is something that I'd never thought of before. And then I started thinking about it more and more. And I was like, that's so true because we all have friendships. We all have relationships. We all have things that we do in our lives that we're like, yeah, yeah, it doesn't really benefit me, but I have to do it. Or I'm stuck here or there's no way out. And the thing is, is that while in that moment you may think, oh, I'm just doing it to do it. Like it's not harming me. So like, why not? If it's not directly benefiting you, it is harming you because you could be putting that time, energy, effort, positive vibe, like money sometimes into something else. You could be putting all of those things into something else that could directly benefit you, that could make you a better person, that could help you grow, help you experience new things, help you um, just be the best version of yourself. And these things that don't contribute positively to your life are contributing negatively. And sometimes that's hard to understand and that's hard to recognize. Um, So that leads me to my second quote, which says, people who are comfortable with remaining stagnant will always say you've changed. The cycle of life is supposed to include growth and transformation. Don't allow those who are stuck in a bud make you feel less for blooming. So that kind of goes back to what I was saying before with you need to do what is best for you. And everyone's outlook on life is going to be so different because everyone's life is so different. And like this quote said, like people who are comfortable with remaining stagnant are going to say, Hey, you've changed. Yeah. To put it lightly, like, of course we've changed. Like, what do you expect? Life is a constant change. That's, it's in the definition of life. Like it, it is a part of who you are is that you're always growing and changing. And people who don't want to change are going to look at you and say, you're not the same as you were yesterday. You're not the same as you were two weeks ago. You're not the same as you were last year. No, you're not. That's not a bad thing. You do not need validation from other people to tell you, That you're living your life correctly. You need to be living your life for you and only you. So bottom line is change is necessary. Change is so necessary. Okay, that leads me to my final point of um, finding your passion. So this is something that I've discussed a lot on my podcast. Um, It's something that I feel very passionately about, if you will. Um, And that is that you don't have a set passion Part of growing and transforming is finding new things that you love to do. And I, I think I said this last podcast, but the more you know, the more you want to know. So if you don't know something, you're going to remain stagnant. You're going to be one of those people who are comfortable with remaining stagnant. And you're not going to want to change. So I think that change and passion go hand in hand in the sense of when you find new passions and when you find new things that you like to do, when you find new things that excite you, chase after them. And as you chase after them, you're going to make an indent in your life. You're going to make a change. So for example, like I have a couple of little things in my life that I could use as an, as an example. When I came to school last year, I was a freshman. I was 2,000 miles away from home. I didn't have a car on campus and um, something that I really valued in high school was exercising. I really liked working out. I, um, I trained with a personal trainer. I played varsity lacrosse. I um, did dance classes. I just, I was really passionate about living an active lifestyle. And when I came to school, everyone went to the gym. We have the gym on campus, which is a very good gym. It's just your average gym with the weights and machines. And there's a room where you can stretch and do abs or whatever, Um, and so I went to the gym a couple times with friends and I was like, I just don't vibe with this. Like, I don't get it. I don't like it. I don't feel like I'm getting anything out of it. I'm going to try something else. So then I did some research and I ended up, um, going to a cycling studio in downtown Denver. Um, it took me about 30 minutes to get down there because I would have to walk 15 minutes to the light rail and then take a 15 minute light rail slash train ride to, um, downtown Denver it was a significant commitment time-wise, um, money-wise, because I had to buy a class pack for this, um, cycling studio. So I had to go X amount of times a week for a set price. Um, the light rail was free with my student ID, but it was still 30 minutes there, 30 minutes back, and then an hour class. And most of the time I shower there. So I'd say on average, um, I was there like eight hours a week or eight hours a week were spent going back and forth and actually cycling. So, I I kind of got some backlash from my friends, not in the sense where they were like, oh my gosh, what are you doing? But I would always ask my friends to go with me. I'd be like, hey guys, like, let's go. Like, it's so fun. Please come with me. And everyone was kind of like, what? Like, no, we have a free gym on campus. Like there's stationary bikes there. Just go there. And to me, it wasn't the same thing. So I continued to go by myself. And for a little bit, I had a friend go with me. And then um, I went back to going by myself. And it was just what I love to do. So then that became my passion, and I was like, I really like cycling, I was like, maybe I'll instruct at the studio one day, whatever. So I was doing this for pretty much all of um, fall and winter quarter, and then winter quarter rolled around, and one of my friends at the time um, told me about this yoga class, and she was like, hey, come to this class with me. You get a week for free, I think you'd really like it, you should come with me. And I was like, sick, I'll do it. So I went, and the first class, I was like, I don't know. I don't know how I feel about this. It was heated. I was like, oh, my gosh, I'm sweating buckets in here. I just really didn't know how to feel about it. And um, so I continued to go back with her for this free week, and by the end of the free week, I was like, okay, I like it. So then I started going there a little bit, and that was also a time commitment and a monetary commitment because I had to Uber there. There wasn't a light rail, and... It was close to campus, but not close enough where I could walk, and so that became a lot, but I eventually ended up um, canceling my cycling membership and only doing this yoga membership. So the more I did it, the more I fell in love with it, and now I am beginning my teacher training. I'm actually going to become an instructor at this studio. Um, and I'm going to teach Yoga Sculpt, and I have a six-week teacher training where I go um, pretty much six hours a week, twice a week, and um, learn how to instruct this class that I fell in love with. So basically, that is a whole roundabout way of saying your passion can change. If you would have asked me a year ago what is something that you love to do, what is something that makes you feel so great, I would have said cycling. Now I go to the occasional cycling class, but I mean, I don't really cycle all that much anymore. If you would have asked me two years ago and you would have said, what is your passion? I would have said, I really love lacrosse. Lacrosse is amazing. It's how I release my happy endorphins as my mom and I like to call them. Um, it's how I get a good workout in. It's how I form a community and bond with people on my team. The year before that, you would have asked me, I would have said dance. I would have said my competitive hip hop team was my community and." I just absolutely loved it, and that is what I was passionate about. So, yes, these are workouts. These are how I live my active lifestyle. You're probably thinking, Maddie, why are you talking to me about this? I already have a workout routine, whatever. It goes beyond workouts. It goes into your friendships. It goes into your work life. It goes into your school life. Don't be afraid of chasing something just because you're worried about what change it will make because chances are it's going to lead to something bigger and better than you would have ever imagined. So... I don't know, I was so hesitant to go 2,000 miles away from home. And I was like, well, maybe I should stay on the East Coast. Maybe I should do whatever. Like, I am so incredibly thankful that I ended up where I am because I have met some of my best friends. I have done some crazy things that I would have never thought. Like, for example, I went ice picking last winter. Did I ever think I was going to climb up a cliff using, like, hooks and... Um, crampons on my feet. No, never would have thought that. I would have never thought that I would have gone dog sledding with people that I wouldn't have known a year prior. Guys, I was in London over the summer with someone that I didn't even know a year ago. Like, you can make connections with people that you would have never expected to, and it's just going to change your life's trajectory, but that's okay. Because the cycle of life is supposed to include growth and transformation. So like the quote said... Don't allow those who are stuck in a bud make you feel less for blooming. Don't allow people who tell you you shouldn't do that or that's going to mess up your plan or whatever. Don't let them do it. Don't let them put you down and only listen to you. So I know that this is a lot in one episode and I know that it hasn't been the longest episode in the world. So I kind of just like brain dumped on you guys a little bit. (laughs) But basically, if you get one takeaway from this podcast, it is that life changes It's going to change regardless of where you are, regardless of how much you think life is planned out. Life is always going to throw you a curveball, always. And right when you think that your life is all figured out, that's when the curveball is going to come. It's okay to have multiple passions. It's okay to be curious about multiple things. It's okay to try things that people may think are out of the ordinary, but Before you can do any of this, you need to have self-validation. You need to be self-dependable. You need to love yourself from within because you cannot love anyone or anything until you love yourself. So that's it for the Hooga Girls podcast today. I know that was a little bit of a shorter episode. Um, I want to hear you guys' thoughts. I want to hear what you think about the episode so far. Um, If you like the more quote-unquote serious deep life talks like this episode if you like the um, special guests like we had Sophia on the show a couple weeks ago um, what you want to hear from us and all that jazz so yeah thank you guys so much for tuning into the Huga girls podcast um, remember to go follow us on instagram at Hooga girls podcast that's h-y-g-g-e girls podcast and um, we're going to be doing a QA and a in the next couple of weeks. I know I keep saying that, but we really are. I'm sorry. I've been slacking on my podcast game. Um, like I said, Lily's taking a little bit of a hiatus. So that kind of threw some plans through um, for a loop. But they will be coming to you guys very shortly. So, yeah, thank you guys so much for listening. And um, we'll tune in next week for more. Actually, no, not next week. Uh, we're doing every other week now. Sorry, I can't get my thoughts in a line. Um, Yeah, we'll see you guys in two weeks. Thanks so much for listening. Bye.